It has truly been a minute since I've done a podcast, but I felt like the time was overdue. So much shit has happened. So much shit is going on. I feel like this coronavirus is on my nerves, on house arrest. Like, this is some bull. I'm going to be real honest. This is some bull. I wish MNF was sitting in their house, stop touching stuff, wash their hands, stop coughing on people, stop coughing in the air and not covering their freaking mouths. Like, I'm so freaking over being stuck in the house. I need a vacation. I was supposed to be on a vacation this week. And can't even go because of the mother freaking Canara. <laughs> like it's ridiculous. <sighs> it's been it's been a day. So a lot of times I sit on here, I rant about some bull that has been going on. And let me tell you. So I don't even know why. I kind of set myself up, y'all. I really did. Getting back with the ex, mind you. I got divorced, but he came back making it seem like things were going to get be oh so much better. Have y'all done that before? Got back, got back with y'all exes after they, you know, y'all didn't have some time apart, let's say a year, two years, whatever. Y'all didn't have some time apart. So, you know, they say, you know, uh, uh, patience and all of that makes the heart grow fonder when y'all apart. So, you would think that in that time, MNF is grow up, mature, actually, you know, start acting like adults. Yeah, let me tell you, that backfired on me. And I should have known. It was like, <laughs> it's kind of funny. His auntie told me she was just like, uh, men are a creature, are a creature of habit. And when I say men, guys don't think that I'm just meaning you men meaning women and men because you got to think that's how back in the day that's just how things were categorized men as in the human nature so we're all just creature creatures of habit we get into a routine we get into our own little habits and sometimes you can't break those habits you know and it's kind of real effed up Because you get into a routine, it's like teaching a dog new tricks. It takes time. But sometimes if it's an old dog, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, right? So that's just, you know, creatures of habit. So, you know, first off, my thing is I've grown, I've matured, I've elevated to other levels of just everything, and... To get back with me and just come back with rules and regulations, it's just like when you're trying to talk to a manipulator, a narcissistic manipulator, mind you, it's really hard for those type of people to feel like and to understand where you're coming from when you're trying to get them to understand that you yourself can't be manipulated nor controlled. And for a manipulator, for a narcissistic manipulator, 
it's really hard for them to try to control someone that they can't. And it's like they try harder and they try in so many different ways. But then you come across when you met your match and that person can't be controlled. So then everything is always wrong. Everything. It don't matter what it is. It's just wrong. It don't matter what you do. It's wrong. You can say something. It's wrong. You can say it in several different ways. It's wrong. You can show them it's wrong. Like it's just, (laughs) it's ridiculous. After so long, everything is just a fight and everything is so draining. This is how you know you with a leech. You with a leech when you're just tired all the time. If you just find yourself mentally, physically tired all the time, you're with a leech. Because you find yourself giving so much of yourself trying to help that person, trying to uplift that person, trying to... Uh, help that person change and grow, it gets exhausting. So then, therefore, you're tired and you're with a leech because you're not with someone that is actually trying to help you grow, you know. And that's what you want. You want to be with somebody that is a give and take type of thing, like y'all both drawing off of each other's energy. Yeah, no, I <laughs> When I say, I think a couple weeks ago, when I crashed out, I literally crashed out on my family. Um, My babies were just running around, and I literally just went (laughs) into my room and crashed out and was out until like 2 o'clock the next morning. By that time, kids that went to sleep, I went to the bathroom, I went back to sleep. And I had to wake up and apologize because it was just like I literally crashed out on my kids. That's how you're how you know you're with someone that is constantly just taking your energy and making you feel like you're not doing enough for them. When a person can sit in your face and tell you that, yeah, you might have did this, but I need you to do this. You at least appreciate what I'm giving you. Don't tell me what you feel like you need me to do. Because sometimes what you feel like you need me to do is not what I need to do. That's what you need to do and you just want me to do it. No, you do that. You do that. Don't don't ask me to do what you need to do. I'm going to do what I feel like I can do to help you. But the things that you need to do, you need to do. I should just be your helper. You do the main part and then I help. You know, I really hate people who make beds but want you to help them or mess up their bed but want to want you to help them uh, make that bed up. And I know that's probably like a metaphor that some people don't really understand. So I'll break it down as to this. When you F up, say you with somebody and then you F up, you do whatever you do, whether it's sleeping with somebody and getting caught lying, uh, taking them for granted, not appreciating them or whatever. When you do stuff like that and then you F up, but then now you want that person to help you make your bed because you messed it up. But now you want them to help you make it up. Why? Why you want me to help you 
fix what you messed up. Uh-uh-uh. You messed up. You fix it. You make up that bed. You change the sheets. You put on new sheets. You wash them other sheets. Throw them away. Burn them. Like, you fix that. Don't don't ask me to help you fix what you messed up. And then get offended because I don't want to help you. Those type of people, leeches, narcissistic, manipulative, always looking for a handout, want everybody, want everything to be handed to them on a silver platter because they don't want to work for it and go get it. I can't do nothing for you. I can help you to so to a certain extent. And my thing is with me is and I try my best not to be hard on my babies because the way I was raised coming from a military father it was you got to go out of here and get it for yourself and I know I'm not the only person whether it's military or not it's just embedded into a black man from the time especially if you got an old school black dad for my dad it was you got to go out here and get it because the world ain't gonna give it to you and from my mother it was you got to go out here and learn everything that you can possibly learn because the one thing the world can't take from you is your education and the one thing I can instill in you that the world can't take from you is your faith. And you need to keep that. Never think that nothing can cannot be taken from you without faith. And so then I come across that with my with my person of my faith lies somewhere and their faith lies not even close to where mine's lie. It's hard being in, being in a relationship when your faith battles is different. Your faith beliefs are different. You believe money is king, and I believe there's only one king, one God of gods. That's what I believe. But then you want to try to sit and tell me money is king? I'm sorry, money don't make my world go around, but a God makes mine go around and trust and believe that if he wants me to have it, I'm going to get it. Skip money because he can take that. Anything materialistic, he can take that. But everything, but what he's given me, can't nobody take that. And for some people, some people would understand. Some people won't. And, you know, that's, that's fine. But it's just, it boggles my mind that narcissistic people always just feel like you're the problem. But then when they want to get into your mind, it's more so, you know what? All right, whatever you say, go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Give them some time, though. Give a narcissistic person, manipulator person, give them some time to themselves. They always come back. They always come back to the one person that they cannot conquer. It's, a re- it's like they feed off of it, and it's just like, why? Why can't I get you? Why can't I control you the way I need to control you? And sometimes for those people, they think that sometimes, depending upon who they're trying to control or who they've been around, those people sometimes do go back to them because there's something about them that draws them back to each, back to each other. But, but for me, I've been, I think I've been just branded to, on stupidity right now because I keep allowing this person back into my life one because we have children together and then two it's like we do have a connection on other ends but then now it sounds like I'm making excuses for him being a a narcissistic manipulator correct I can say he's never put hands on me 
but I can't say that he has never put mental hands on me. <laughs> if that makes sense. And I'm sure a lot of people are like, dang, I get that. And for me, putting hands on my mental is worse than putting hands on my physical. And what I cannot do nor accept is someone putting hands on my mental at all. Because what you will not do is disrespect me, degrade me, or try to belittle me, or try to control me, or manipulate me. You, like, those are just, I just can't, I can't get with. I'd rather be by myself doing me. I'd rather, you know, just be out here like you, having fun doing me. So, I guess that's my late night rant. It didn't have a purpose. It didn't have a storyline. It was just one of those, it's a late night. I ain't did this in a minute, but it felt good. And I think I'll be back. Because, why not? We ain't got nothing else to do. The Canaveral didn't hit and got us on lockdown. And we ain't got nothing to do. Can't go shopping. You know, most of the all stores are closed. Can get your hair done, can get your, your nails done, your feet done. Everything that I like to do, I can't get it done because of the motherfucking Canara. And it's kind of messed up because I kind of feel like, you know what? If I was a beautician and I had a shop, me and my uh, me and my clients and then me and my uh, my workers, we'd be making out a schedule. All right, I got from this time to this time. We all do like one head a day. Get in here, get it done. And if they try to come shut you down, uh, it's only two of us in here. Y'all said nine or less, nine or less. It's only two. You know, or four of y'all at a time. Two <laughs> two stylists and two people. You know, get y'all money. Like it's just I just kind of feel like it gotta be ways to still be in business and get our get our money up. That the economy is not broken down to a point of it's at a standstill. Can't nobody do nothing. And um, I'm going to say this last thing and I'm going to get up off here. But, um, you know, with this Kanara, I told somebody I was or I was talking to my cousin, actually. And I was just like, you know, the person I work for asked me if I was scared or nervous about what's going on. And I said, no. She and she just said, well, I am like, I'm just nervous. And, you know, maybe it's just I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. And I was just like, for real? You should pray. And I was real about that. I pray every day. Sometimes I pray two times a day. Sometimes I pray three times a day. I I, I pray. I be praying. Because I just need God to take the wheel. Sometimes my mouth get the get the running off. And I, you know, I just need God to take that wheel and like control that and control my temper some days. But it was just like all of us need to pray. I don't care who you pray to. You know, I'm not just saying pray to God, pray to Allah, pray who to whoever you pray to. But I say all of that to say that I felt like the Kanara came into effect because God just started seeing how we were like it it was to me, think about it. Last year was it last year we we lost Nipsey Hussle. This year we lost Kobe Bryant and his daughter. And you know, we just been losing a lot of greats, you know, back to back kind of ish. And it's just like the Bible says, and I'm sure the Quran and um, the Quran and uh, I can't even think, guys. It's so late, 
but all of the different texts, I'm pretty sure they all say something about not idolizing man before God, you know, and for me, for us to, we idolize, um, athletes and movie stars we idolize them and when they die everybody just so hurt so hurt and distraught but but God but Allah like but but all of them like but what about them are we that distraught when we disappoint them you know are we that distraught um when People are killing each other every day. Like, and I, I'm not trying to take nothing away from people dying. Trust and believe the way Nipsey Hussle died. I, that was horrible, horrible, horrible. And I'm so happy they caught the person who did it. You know, the way Kobe Bryant and his daughter died and everybody that was a part of that. All the people from the um, the uh, pilot to the other people on the uh, plant on the jet all of them is sad you know my heart went out because I'm like I have little people or I have kids I'm a mother you know I was a wife and that's the most devastating phone call any person will could ever get is your spouse and one of your own that you bared into this world passing away you know, and I'm sure with her and prayer and her family, she's every day she gets a little stronger. And I pray that she does. And everybody who's ever lost somebody that they've ever been close to, you know, because that's a horrible thing. But how do we idolize them? But we can't we're not remembering and idolizing the God that we should be idolizing, you know, because I do. I'm just a believer of without God, there's nothing that I can't do. You know, with him, I can do any and everything that's possible. You know, if I pray for it, he'll give it to me. If I ask for it, you know, and, and then due time, when it is my time to get it, he going to make sure I got it and I have it. So with this Kanara, I just feel like, you know, when you think about the Bible and things that have happened in the Bible, you know, God might be trying to. I ain't going to say cleanse the earth or anything, but I will say I feel like he's trying to get us to wake up and remember him. Remember who he is. Lean on him and his understanding. This is a time of prayer, coming together, breakthroughs, all of it. We need to do that, you know, and figure out what's going to happen, you know. Um, so that's my rant. I'm not going to keep going. So it's. 1217 I'm asking and praying for each and everybody to stay safe stay healthy be healthy get healthy do any and everything y'all need to do in this trying time and we gonna get through it good night loves